0: All right, welcome everyone to the uh, quick presentation on technologies for music production software, JUICE and MPE. Um, My name is Heather Dembert Rafter. I'm pleased to be introducing JB in just a minute. And uh, just five seconds about myself. Um, I've been involved in digital audio for, I just calculated it, 25 years. I began as a lawyer for what was once a small company known as DigiDesign, which you guys might know as Pro Tools. Uh, I went on after that to launch a law firm called Rafter Marsh US. We work with many wonderful digital audio companies, including Roley from where JB uh, is working. And uh, When I was asked to present a program, a, a short program today, I was thinking about innovations in digital audio. Um, So when I began 25 years ago, uh, our campaign at DigiDesign was Tape is Dead, and we had to convince people to migrate from analog to uh, digital audio, and here we're going to talk about some innovations in audio, which indeed are new and exciting. Is everything all right? Okay, so uh, the speaker we have talking today, uh, I hope my French is good enough for JB, Jean-Baptiste Thiabeau. JB has over 20 years in audio. There's a lot of excitement around us, okay. JB began 20 years ago uh, working on a PhD combining his passion for computer science and music. After graduation, he went to work for a premier UK-based audio company uh, known as Focusrite where he began as a software developer and migrated to uh, innovation management. While he was at Focusrite, he met someone named Roland Lamb, who uh, had an innovative idea for a keyboard which led to the founding of a company called Roly uh, and the launch of a product known as the Seaboard. JB joined Roly as employee number four It now has about 140 employees. Um, at Roly, JB heads up uh, partnerships in developer products known as uh, Juice, which you're going to hear about. He also runs the Audio Developer Conference. And you'll hear about that as well. JB is the founder of Music Hack Space. Uh, In 2011, he founded it. It's a collection of engineers and artists. He also sits on the board of MIDI, which is an appointed position. And uh, in a moment, you're gonna hear about, again, this innovative technology, uh, which is the first uh, change in the MIDI protocol in about 35 years. It's called MPE. It's, uh, you'll hear about that and also about Juice, which is another groundbreaking technology to enable cra- cross platform development for audio developers. Um, so, with that, I hope I stayed within my minute. I'm so excited to have JB here.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Heather. So, I'm going to talk to you about uh, Rolly Juice uh, MP. How many of you have heard about Rolly? Wow. And uh, Juice, wow, good crowd. Um, so a uh, quick background for those who haven't heard about us. So Rolly is a hardware manufacturer. We're based in London, in the UK. And Juice is an acquisition. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a company that started in 2002, but we acquired it in 2014. Um, and um, we created a modular music system that uh, we first got known for the board, an evolution of the piano, but recently we launched this um, modular music system called Blocks. And this is going to give a bit of context to this talk. I'm going to show you a quick video now. right. So uh, with this um, modular ecosystem of, of products, obviously you need very strong software and a, a big offering of software to match all the combination and topology. Uh, that this hardware instrument can have. So we have a few apps that run on uh, iOS, Android, but also Synestation that run on, on, um, on desktop. And all of this software is built with Juice, and I'm gonna explain what Juice does in a minute. So uh, it's a development framework for audio software. We license it to about 600 uh, companies. Uh, so these are examples of companies that use Juice. What all of these uh, software have in common is that they have this code framework that allow to run um, these applications everywhere. And to give you a bit more of an example, let's build an application together very quickly. Um, it's an application that will run on desktop, but also on mobile. And it's going to be a very simple application. We draw a blue rectangle and a red rectangle uh, on, on, a, on a variety of devices. So the code in C++ would look like this. Right? Uh, so for macOS and iOS, if you want to write it in Objective-C, it will look like this. For Windows, you can use C Sharp. It would look a bit different again. On Linux, it would again look different. So what does that mean? If you're familiar with web technologies, you know you write uh, your, your application, your user interface, you write it in JavaScript or HTML, CSS, and it runs everywhere. Now, for audio, which requires uh, C++ and fast code, uh, you have to write it four times, unless, of course, you use uh, user juice. Well, in this case, if you write in the native language of every operating system, you need to write your app four times. Right? So which interface between your code and each of these operating systems, you have just to write it once, and the idea is that it will run everywhere. So. The only thing you have to to do is to learn C++, of course, but then it becomes uh, as easy as uh, HTML. That's the idea. So, we have a lot of customers. Um, You may recognize some of those. Max, uh, not far from here in Santa Cruz. Uh, Akai, we also support embedded. uh, Korg, Dolby Atmos, use it for its uh, interface. Slate Digital, uh, and many, many more. Uh, We also started three years ago to host um, the Audio Developer Conference, that's based in London, and we invite uh, every developer in the world to, to come and attend. We have 40 talks, a lot of keynote speakers, and it's sponsored by Apple, Google, Native Instruments, Ableton. It's next month. Uh, there's still some ticket left. You're most welcome to, to grab the last few. Uh, now I'm going to move to the MIDI part of this talk. Uh, so uh, The iconography of the 80s is a is, uh, uh, that's what MIDI reflects uh, or reminiscent of for many people. So many people wonder if MIDI still exists, and you know this image, which you know uh, looks a bit dated. That's actually the image that you get on the Wikipedia page of MIDI. So it's not surprising that that is what it evokes to people. However, if you're in music production, you know that uh, MIDI remains the main protocol for music production. And uh, you may not know that it's implemented in over two billion devices. It's in every phone now. Uh, It's plug and play on iOS, Android, and every operating system. And it works with USB, Bluetooth, over Wi-Fi on the web. And communication between any hardware and software depends on it. There's no real alternative today to MIDI. Now, the problem with MIDI that we have, actually, and that many others share, is that when we release new expressive instruments like the one you just saw at the beginning of this talk, the blocks, there's, they don't work with most music software. The typical setup is this one. You have a keyboard, you have Ableton Live, FL Studio, uh, Logic, whatever. They send just one uh, channel of information. They don't allow for more expressive. Uh, and At the time, there was no reason to. Now. We, with a few other companies, started working on new ways to work with MIDI. So we created MP. MP stands for MIDI Polyphonic Expression. It's a set of specifications within MIDI that allow per-note control. So here's an example of the expression that we are using, actually. MP supports more. But to give you a quick idea, the strike is the velocity of the note. That's when the note starts. The glide is a pitch bend. Uh, Slide is uh, Timber control. The press is a volume control. And the lift is uh, when you release the note, you can control uh, how the note will decay. Now, with one channel of of MIDI, you can't have two notes in pitch bend uh, that are controlled, more than one note that's controlled. Uh, You can't have uh, Timber control, and you can't have volume control either. So we needed a way to find, um, to allow this per-note expression. So just to summarize, this is a typical context between hardware and software, how they communicate. You can actually send all this information as long as you send only one note at a time. But what we want is to send more than one note and control each of them independently. So that's In essence, what MP is about, adding more channels, using all the channels that are available, and set conventions so that every software company and hardware company will follow these conventions. So uh, it also specifies a lot of other things. I won't go into the detail today. Um, But uh, it was originally drafted by a group of these companies, started three years ago, and now it's um, in the hands of the Midi Manufacturers Association which uh, is finalizing the specifications for, um, for adoption. Right, I'm going to summarize. Um, so, developing plugins and audio applications is easier than ever um, with Juice. And uh, you can engage with the world's leading audio developers by uh, joining us in London for ADC 2017. MIDI is cool again, I think. And uh, you can also contribute to MIDI by joining the MMA. So, yeah, thank you very much.
0: Questions, thank you so much JB for that. Does anyone have a question? Yes. Oh, okay, um, just um, really quickly, when you were developing MPE, uh, uh, at what point did you realize that OSC, which does exist, couldn't do what you want to do, uh, and what led you to create MPE as opposed to
1: like, trying to, to uh, have like, a wider adoption of OSC, which is smaller but still an existing protocol? Yeah, so OSC, if you don't know about OSC, OSC is a a UDP-based protocol, so it goes over uh, over Ethernet mostly. Um, We we did consider uh, OSC, of course. um, I think the main obstacle to to OSC is is the cable. There's no music controller uh, hardware or software that uses Ethernet ports to communicate at the moment, so uh, by using MIDI, we just tap into an existing wide um, market that includes the cable as well. I mean, there's a lot of other issues with, with uh, OSC such as setup, uh, you know, the handshake between, uh, you know, the how to dynamically um, uh, create the connection at both ends, which, which is uh, quite fiddly, uh, but mostly it's a cable. It's, ba- it's, it's basic, but it's the cable that was the issue.
0: Uh, one more question. Any others? Okay. Um, I don't see any more questions. I'm gonna do something um, off script right now. And uh, I just, I need 20 seconds, it's from my heart. We're a community that supports music. And I want to acknowledge Ryan Ulate, who's with us, who's Tom Petty's engineer, and just have a moment to give a round of applause for all he did to help make ensure Tom was recorded well and <laughs> beloved by all of us. Thank you very much for that.